Yo, this is Axel Rose of Guns N' Roses. Hey, this is Carmen Electra. Hi, this is Daryl Strawberry. What up, though? This is Big Snoop Deal Double G. Hi, this is John Stallard. Hey, yo, Hulk Hogan here. What's up? This is Beyonce. I got a great show lined up for y'all. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Let's get this party started. The Sports Beat. You know what? Let's keep it hot. The Sports Beat is off the chain, man. Ah, yeah. The Sports Beat. Download the podcast now. You're listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. All right, let's get this show started. Good morning to everybody out there in West Georgia, and welcome once again to the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. You are listening to us on WQEE 99.1 FM, the key out of Noonan, Georgia. And we are brought to you by Ivy Park Sports Bar Grill, Go Jump at Slide Inflatables, and Backwoods Barbecue. And on the show today, back for a second time, is Georgia Vipers point guard Cortez Cheney and proud alumnus of Kendrick High School. We have got a big high school football game tonight at Kennett Stadium. It's a little soggy this morning, but we're going to play some football. We do have a slate of games for Thursday night. This is episode 447 on this Thursday morning, August 25th. 2022 before Cortez gets on the show we're going to talk about the Braves as the bats just came out against the Pittsburgh Pirates going to preview the high school football games tonight in the Chattahoochee Valley and what was Tom Brady doing for 11 days I have some thoughts all right before we get into the show this show has just been amazing two and a half years I started this podcast January of 2020 I was a guest host on 95.7 ESPN Radio in Columbus. And once I actually got on the air and I was talking sports for two hours, I said to myself, this is what I want to do. Now, I have a full-time job, so I couldn't do it on a daily basis. But when a buddy of mine in college showed me how to do a podcast, that was it. I mean, that's what I wanted to do. And I've been going strong. I've had over 40 guests. I've had over 447 episodes. I've got more than 447 episodes. But it's been a great ride, and I'm just going to continue pushing along. We've got a jam-packed week next week. So this is basically what's going to be the format when it's time for football season. On Monday, I have my wrap-up show, where I just break down all the scores from college football, the NFL, high school football. I reveal my top 10 rankings in high school football for the Chattahoochee Valley. And then on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, I'll have guests. I'll try to slide in some guests whenever I can. I usually reach out to the guest a week prior just to see if they're able to hop on and just talk sports. And then on Friday's show, it's going to run from 5 to 6 p.m. on 99.1 up in Noonan. It is the Friday Night Lights High School Football Preview Review Wrap-Up Show. And that is where my broadcast partner, Corey Bank, will be on the show briefly just to recap the game that we called. So we are going to call the Russell County-Harris County game this Friday night down in Seal, Alabama, and you can watch that game on CTV Beam, East Alabama's local cable provider, and it also will be on Beam's YouTube channel, so you can watch that game live. Or you can watch a replay of that game Saturdays and Sundays from 11 to 1.30 on the CW Jubama. That is channel 38.2 on your digital TV. So let's get right into the show. The Atlanta Braves, what a performance over the Pittsburgh Pirates. 
They sweep the Pirates 7-0 for the first time in franchise history. They defeated the Pirates 14-2. Kyle Wright picks up his 16th win. Matt Olson gets a grand slam. Freddie who? Yeah, Matt Olson is making you forget about Freddie Freeman. The Atlanta Braves are now one and a half games behind the New York Mets. The Mets had the day off, 78-48, a very impressive record. But then they get ready to take on the St. Louis Cardinals for a three-game series, and then they host the Colorado Rockies. If you look at what the Mets are doing, they got to take on the Colorado Rockies. So they have a pretty easy schedule. I mean, let's not get too excited about the one-and-a-half game lead that the Mets now have because they got a four-game series against Colorado, and then they've got a three-game series with the Los Angeles Dodgers. The Braves could get some ground on the New York Mets, and I expect them to take over the division. No more September collapse for the Atlanta Braves. This is not 2011. The Atlanta Braves are going to win this division. They're going to get the number two seed, and they will avoid playing the Dodgers in the divisional round. They'll get the first round by. That is the most important thing, is to get that first round by, not have to play in the wild card, and you get to face somebody other than the Dodgers and the Mets in the NLDS. And that is the goal. The Braves to get back to the NLCS for the third time in a row. High school football tonight up in Troop County. You got a big one at Callaway Stadium. I'm going to have Antoine Prather on the show on Monday. He covers everything Troop County, Callaway, LaGrange, LaGrange College in football. And he's going to be on the show. Uh, I expect he's probably going to be at that game. That is a huge game. The Hardaway Hawks. Coming off their 41-10 loss at A.J. McClung Memorial Stadium against the Carver Tigers. Taking on a Troop County team that really Coach Glisson has got a gem in Teo Todd. Uh, Teo Todd is, is only a junior, but he's healthy. He's a playmaker. And Troop County was able to get the win in Hamilton, Georgia over the Harris County Tigers 33 to nothing. I think these two teams, they match up very well. And Hardaway... Remember, they had that big lead on Troop County last year down at Kennett Stadium, and Troop County was able to come all the way back and win that game in overtime. It's a non-region game, but still a very good game. And then also tonight, you have the Kendrick Cherokees. I'm going to have point guard Cortez Cheney from the Georgia Vipers on the show later, and he is a proud Cherokee alum. And this is actually a, a rivalry. In rivalry week, you, you think about Carvers, the Spencers. You think about the Smith Station, the Centrals, Valley, and Lynette. Kendrick and Shaw have a lot of students that live close together. Remember, the, the cutoff line is Macon Road. I mean, you have a lot of students that go to Shaw that's above the line where Macon Road is. And then you have a lot of students that go to Kendrick that's below the Macon line. So if you're driving down I-185 going towards Fort Benning, you just make that left on Buena Vista Road, and uh, that's Cherokee country. Everybody proud Kendrick alum, and I want to see Kendrick do good. I think that Kendrick can do good under a new head football coach. They went 1-9 last year, had a tough loss against Seminole County, and they're looking to even their record this year. They moved down to 2A. And they're taking on a Shaw team that had a very emotional win over Marion County at Kennett Stadium last Thursday night. But head coach Randy Gillespie is going to have the Shaw Raiders playing hard. And I expect to see a good game. Uh, I want to try to make it out to that game, but it, it is going to be hard. Uh, especially you know with the, 
the busy schedule that I have. And I am calling the game with Corey Bank tomorrow down at Steel, Alabama. So we'll see how my schedule goes. Don't forget that I will have my high school football wrap-up show, preview, review show, and I will talk about what matchups to look forward to in week two. And I do have a Twitter poll out. I know I've been kind of jumping the gun a little bit early. I've been sneak peeking at week three because I'm excited. I'm really intrigued. But it looks like that Callaway Troop County is going to run away with high school game of the week for week three. Now, I had other options on there. I just wanted to see, you know, to stir the pot a little bit. I wanted to see if there's any other intriguing matchups. I think that Hardaway and Northside is fascinating. And I did talk to Thrift Behringer. It looks like him and DJ Jones are going to be calling that game at Kinnett Stadium. So that's that's great. I know that week, uh, myself and Corey are going to be calling Smith Station in Prattville. Labor Day weekend. I mean, a lot of People go out of town, but you have a lot of high schools that have a lot of road games and they travel. But we do have some local teams that are going to be here in the Chattahoochee Valley playing some good football. And some of the other matchups, Enterprise and Central. I think Central, they've got to be a choice for high school game of the week just about every week because every game that Central plays this year is going to be a big game. Look at their region they're in, and plus... They will host IMG Academy on September the 23rd. And the other choice I have, it right now it doesn't get any votes, but I just put it in there because I think that if Shaw wins tonight and they go 2-0, I mean, that's a very intriguing rivalry between Shaw and Harris County. I mean, that's another border. I live on the border of Muskogee and Harris County. I mean, there's a lot of rivalry and banter going back and forth between these two schools and that's going to be fun and that game is actually in Hamilton Georgia if you have not been to Hamilton Georgia to see a Harris County football game it is quite the experience it is that small town atmosphere but they are just outside the city limits of Columbus and a great view too you get to see the Pine Valley Mountains and in the background and the sunset is just I started taking pictures I was up in, in the press box during the scrimmage game against LaGrange, and I just started taking pictures. It was just a great sight to see. So I recommend that you do that. All right, before I get point guard Cortez Chaney here on the show, if you don't know about the Georgia Vipers, this is a professional basketball team in Columbus, Georgia, in the Professional Basketball Association. Cortez is going to be on the show to talk about All-Star Weekend. It's going to happen this Saturday. I mean, they got everything that you want in an all-star weekend, kind of like the NBA all-star weekend. You got a dunk contest, you got a three-point contest, skills contest, and you got the game itself. It's going to be fun. They move the venue to Shaw High School. They normally play their games at KBW Gymnasium. And uh, Cortez and the Vipers, 10-1, and having a great season so far. And Cortez is going to be on the show just to talk about that. And going to talk a little bit about this upcoming Kendrick-Shaw game because he is a proud Kendrick alum, I have my thoughts on what Tom Brady's been doing for the past 11 days. There has been speculation that he was a guest on the Mask Sceneer. He definitely wasn't on Dancing with the Stars. I think that would be a breach of contract. Tom Brady, age 45, this could be his last season playing football for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. After football, he has signed a massive contract to be the color commentator on the number one Fox team. Kevin Burkhardt is the play-by-play guy. Boy, I really feel bad for Greg Olson. Greg Olson is going to be the number one guy this year, but Tom Brady is pretty much taking over for him. And 
I guess Greg Olson is going to be down to the number two broadcast team, which is really not too shabby. You still get to do a playoff game if Fox has two playoff games in the same week. So that that's not too bad. I mean, number two broadcast teams are still very good. And But Tom Brady, I think he's doing stuff with Fox, trying to build his brand bigger than football. I mean, Tom Brady really has really has raised the bar and has set the standard for 45-year-olds everywhere. All right, so the Lakers are finalizing a deal to bring in Patrick Beverly. He is a very scrappy defensive point guard that trash talks more than anybody. And now the question is, if you're going to bring in Patrick Beverly, what are you going to do with Russell Westbrook? I don't know if this is going to work. I actually am continuing to watch the Lakers documentary. Uh, I, I did I did see season two. I did see episode two last night where it talked about Magic Johnson wanting to get traded and Paul Westhead got fired because of Magic Johnson. I mean, a great NBA head coach that won a title with the Lakers, but the Lakers fell on hard times, losing to the Rockets in the playoffs. I mean, no fault of the Lakers. Magic Johnson got injured. I think the Showtime Lakers really took off when they drafted James Worthy and Byron Scott. You get those two players, and that is incredible. And I haven't seen the rest of the documentary, but I'm sure they're going to go into the whole Magic Johnson getting HIV And then in the early 90s, the Lakers had some playoff years. I mean, they had Eddie Jones, they had Nick Van Exel, they had Cedric Sabalos. But the Lakers getting Shaq and Kobe, even in the late 90s, they were losing to the Utah Jazz in the playoffs. It really didn't become a championship team until Phil Jackson got there in the year 1999. And then they won the championship in 99 and 2000. Now, I love sports documentaries, and I love it when they actually create a when they create a fictional version of the documentary and they create like a TV series, like The Winning Time on HBO Max that I watched a couple months ago, and now they have the documentary on Hulu. But in a couple of weeks, Netflix is going to come out with the Tim Donaghy documentary. And I don't know if... I'm going to watch it, but that is going to be hard for me to watch it. Because I was a bandwagon Sacramento Kings fan when I moved to Sacramento from 1997 to 2005. Just in time for the greatest show on court. Should have won an NBA championship in 2002. That documentary is really going to strike a nerve with me. Absolutely. Tim Donaghy gave the Lakers that championship. And till this day, I still believe the Los Angeles Lakers should have two NBA championships with an asterisk. The 2002 season and the 2020 season because... Are you kidding me? You give LeBron and Anthony Davis four months off and they go win a championship in the bubble? Without further ado, it's time to bring Cortez Chaney here on the show. You know, he's been on the show before. I'm just glad he's able to take time out of his busy schedule and be on the show for a second time. We're going to talk about NBA. We're going to talk about this All-Star Weekend coming up in the PBA. And it should be fun. We'll be back with Cortez Chaney. On the show, you don't want to miss it. Welcome back to the show. Just a reminder that you are listening to us on WQEE 99.1 FM, the key out of Noonan, Georgia. And we are brought to you by Ivy Park Sports Bar Grill, Go Jump It Slide Inflatables, and Backwoods Barbecue. 
And back on the show, making his second appearance on the sports beat is Georgia Vipers point guard Cortez Cheney. He's here to talk about the PBA All-Star Weekend. And I'm looking at the schedule, Cortez. Uh, First of all, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you for having me. Yes, sir. PBA All-Star Weekend. I'm so glad they're moving the venue to Shaw High School. Uh, You're going to have a lot more fans out there, just a bigger gym. The festivities start on Saturday at 2. You're going to be in the skills competition, and you're also a member of the All-Star team. Congratulations, you, your teammate, Darrell White, Cornelius Thomas, and Alquan Mendenhall, and Anthony Daniels. I forgot about uh, Angela's uh, a little brother also making the All-Star team. Congratulations, by the way. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It's, it's appreciated. All the hard work really has paid off. 10-1 and one on the season? Our last regular season game happened this Saturday evening also. Absolutely. That game is going to tip off at 5.30. You get to change the venue. You get to play at Shaw High School. Normally, you play at the KBW Gymnasium. A lot of people don't know where it's at. It's near St. Ampicelli. I actually went to it. Uh, I really appreciate you sending me these invites to your games. I just, my work schedule, I want to try to make it out to a game. I definitely want to try to make it out this weekend so I could just check it out. Uh, Really, what are you looking forward to about this weekend, starting in the skills competition? Uh, This weekend, definitely, definitely, with the skills challenge challenge champion from last season, so definitely looking to bring that back in. Also, it'll be a lot of fun, though, with all the guys we're going to have in town, different teams or whatnot. And also, you have the three-point shootout. Uh, The men and the women are going to be competing in these competitions. Members of the Lady Venom and the LPBA. And their championship game is going to be at 3.30 p.m. It's just going to be an incredible weekend of basketball in the PBA. I really appreciate just everything that has been part of the PBA. The semifinal game will be at four, the Lady Venom are in that game. If they win, they'll be in the championship on Sunday at 3.30. The All-Star game tips off at 5 p.m., followed by the Slam Dunk Championship at halftime. You know, one of your owners actually invited me to judge the Slam Dunk Contest. I mean, I am flattered. I, I am honored. I don't know what I'd be judging. I mean, what, I mean, I, I know I've, I've seen him before NBA all-star weekend, but uh, this is really, uh, this is really cool. I mean, I would love to be a part of it, but uh, are you guys going to try to get creative? I know you probably can't bring a, a Kia into the gymnasium and dunk over it, but uh, like, like, correct, you, correct. but you definitely going you definitely have some high flyers this uh Sunday, well, Saturday, if it started off with definitely whatnot. It's definitely some high flyers that, um, no telling what type of tricks they're going to pull out. Oh, I can't wait. Now, with the PBA season for the summer wrapping up, uh, when does the new fall season start? It actually kicks off in November. Oh, just a little bit after the NBA season. Oh, uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, it, uh, once the summer season ends, it'll have a few weeks off or whatnot, and it's back right right back to it. Is there any new players that's come on board? I mean, you, you getting most of the team back for the fall season? Uh, that's another good thing. So Saturday morning, we actually have tryouts also for the Georgia Vipers. Actually, they have tryouts for all four teams, the Georgia Vipers, the D-League team, the Dothan Snipers, and then their D-League team, and also for the Lady Venom. 
Yes, you actually will have the the D League team that is going to be called the Georgia Pythons. All right, and what type of players uh, play in the D League, and then eventually up to the PBA? I mean, you're talking local basketball talent here from Columbus, or yeah, like- yes, and it's also you know younger a younger group of basketball players or whatnot is trying to advance their career, and some that still need some developing to actually progress. All right, Cortez. Now you were a point guard at Kendrick High School. And uh, you are a Cherokee, proud to be a Cherokee. You follow the Kendrick Cherokees. They got a big game tonight. They got a big game against Shaw. Now, these are border schools. Am I, am I correct? The correct, border, correct? The border would probably be Macon Road? Definitely. I would say so. so that would be in between. So you got some students on both sides that know each other. And so this is kind of a crosstown rival. Correct, correct. And definitely look forward to it being a good one. They, you know, Cherokees are back rebuilding the program, so they're definitely looking to come out with a fight. They do have a new head coach. Uh, I'm excited. I know they only won one game last year. But the, with a new football coach, I know that the Kendrick Nation is hungry to get the Kendrick Cherokees back on the winning track. They moved down to 2A with Jordan and Spencer. So you're not going to see Shaw, Hardaway, and Carver in the region anymore, Columbus. Uh, but that game is uh, tonight at Kennett Stadium. Are you gonna Are you gonna try to make it to that game? Or uh, uh, yes, sir, to- yes, sir. With me being an alumni, I'm definitely trying to make it out there. Hopefully, oh, it don't so, rain. So you are gonna be at the game. So you know, uh, Cortez. I didn't go to Shaw. I actually went to high school in California. But my kids will go to Shaw based on where we live. And you know, WRBL's Jack Patterson says, "Once a Raider, always a Raider." Correct. <laughs> So uh, that should be a fun game. Uh, Shaw get, gets the win over Marion County. Uh, Kendrick lost to Seminole County. But Kendrick is trying to even their record to one and one I mean, they, they got a good shot. Definitely. Uh, I mean, they're going to play hard like, all four quarters. They're going to bring it. They're going to give you all they got. I cannot wait for that matchup tonight. I know w- with you in the basketball season with All-Star Weekend coming up, I know that we lose sight of – basketball because you know we're really into football football college football high school football the nfl i mean that's coming up but you know basketball is still in the headlines did you see kevin durant staying with brooklyn yes sir yes sir so that's that's nice and it's definitely gonna pick up once you know once the kd situation actually settled and done you'll start seeing more basketball media well i gotta be honest with you cortez he held the nba hostage for two months Correct, because you haven't seen nothing or heard anything. And uh, myself, I've been uh, I've been watching this Lakers documentary on Hulu, and I am just fascinated with the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, you were a Hawks play. You were a Hawks fan growing up, right? Yes, sir. Like, like, how far back are we talking? Were you, Were you a fan of the Spud Webb years? The, yeah, the, like all the way back, Spud Webb, Dominique Wilkins, like all the tree, way up. Tree Joe Rollins. Wood. Yes, sir. Oh man! So yeah, I actually er, in the '90s. I mean, I I grew up rooting for the the Golden State Warriors as a kid, and then for some reason we were all fascinated by Michael Jordan and the Bulls. But I know the Hawks did not like Michael Jordan because he the the playoff exits. You know, Dominique gets traded to the Clippers in 1994, and then the the Danny Manning years where they were the number one seed, and then. Jordan comes to Atlanta for his final time in a Bulls uniform and sells out the Georgia Dome, has 60,000 fans to see Michael Jordan. 
Do you, do you remember those years when uh, Jordan came to Atlanta? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Definitely. Like, uh, Michael Jordan was an icon, so I definitely remember those years. I tell you, I really was a fan of the Atlanta Hawks. I enjoyed watching those teams that had uh, Dominique Wilkins, uh, Mookie Blaylock, Steve Smith. Uh, my favorite player, Stacy Ogman, the Plastic Man. You know? Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Because I was a big UNLV fan when I was a kid. The running Rebels. Absolutely. That probably the greatest team to not win a championship. I'm not talking about the 90 team. I'm talking about the 91 team that was even better than, the, than the 90 team. And Oh, man, it's some, some great basketball. And you being a fan of the game, and you're constantly just pushing yourself to be hard to, to it, you you're constantly pushing yourself to be better right yes sir yes sir that really on a serious note yesterday was was what we call mamba day 824 uh kobe bryant's two numbers number eight number 24 it was also his birthday he he would have turned 44 cortez i don't know how you felt that was a that was a big impactful incident that happened when he passed away uh, right before in january 2020 but you are that type of player that you, you probably looked at Kobe and, and that's your intensity and that's how you play. And what did Kobe mean in his legacy when he was still uh, living on this earth and really his legacy continuing on after his passing? Like, to me, honestly, that that's great. Like, you have, like, that's the reason of doing what you do. So when, once it's that time and you is you are gone away, like, you're still remembered, like, People always remember Kobe. They just it forged everything he brought to the game of basketball. The way he just the the culture of basketball period. Like Kobe Bryant, which brought a different approach, and he mean a lot to people whether they played basketball or not. All right, Cortez. Yeah, before I get you out of here, uh, let's talk about this All Star Weekend again at Shaw High School. Tell all my listeners how they can get tickets to this event. No, you can get tickets to the event. I should be just showing up at Shaw High, Shaw High School. The tickets will be sold at the door. The tickets are $15 at the door, and kids 12 and under is $5 to get in. And definitely, um, it kicks off at 2.30. Doors open for approximately around 2 o'clock on Saturday. And you just get you show up and come support. It's definitely be a fun event with a lot of basketball going on, men and women. And I got to say, I'm looking forward to I, I might run into you at the, at the game tonight against uh, Shaw. But that Otis Spencer Stadium is about to open at the end of October, and Kendrick is going to have some home games there. That place is nice. A lot of seats. You going to try to make it to a, to a game at the new stadium down at oh, yes, sir. Otis I Spencer High School? I can't wait to see that one. Like, I, see, I, I see it as I ride by some days or whatnot. Like, so to actually attend a game there, that is, like you see something different other than Connect or Memorial. And I want to try to make it to a Thursday night game. I call games for Russell County, Smith Station, and Glidwood on Friday nights. So really the only time I can go to a high school football game is on Thursday nights. And that's one of the things I want to do this season is to attend a football game at Otis Spencer Stadium. Yes, yes, sir. And I, I'm trying myself to be in attendance and get my fellow teammates with me. Yes, absolutely, Cortez. It, it's very important just to get your face out in the community, you and your teammates. And just support that Vipers gear. You know, people in town will be asking, uh, what are the Georgia Vipers? And, you know, that's how you get the word out. And it's all about name brands. And you have a line of clothing. I mean, this is fascinating. Uh, tell me a little bit about your line of clothing. The, 
Uh, it's called Young Believer Clothing Line. So I started Young Believer Clothing approximately like in 2016, and it's um, making progress and it's going. And I'm currently running the theme as far as that work going to show. It's for like you every everyday life, like you put forth the effort and the commitment, and it is show. Cortez, I can't thank you enough for returning to the show, being a guest. I know that it's really been busy. You guys have been working hard, 10 and 1 on the season. Congratulations. Good luck on Saturday. Looking forward to seeing you in the skills competition and seeing your teammates doing all the all-star events, like really making it a big event like NBA All-Star Weekend. I know we had that a couple of years ago in Atlanta, but uh, it, there was no fans because, uh, you know, it was shut down because of the pandemic. Correct. 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 I definitely appreciate you for having me. I definitely always look forward to being on. Absolutely. Thanks again, Cortez. Thank you. You take care now. All right. You too. That was Cortez Cheney, the point guard for the Georgia Vipers. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Sports Beat with Richard Holderidge. Don't forget, I got the high school football show tomorrow. Hope everybody has a great rest of your day, and I'm out of here. Bye. You've been listening to the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. We invite you to download and subscribe. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Cast, Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Thanks for listening. Feel free to share with your friends and family. This has been the Sports Beat with your host, Richard Holdridge. Produced in Columbus, Georgia. Extra production provided by J.D. Matthews. All opinions stated herein are those of the host and do not represent the opinions of Anchor Podcasts. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.